reluctant jobs, shady patrons, and missing persons. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name is Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. I am joined today by the cozy Kyle. Oh, so cozy. So Kyle. <laughs> uh, I, I don't... The adequately temperatured <laughs> Adam. Exactly. I can't slightly tell. Chilly. Oh, okay, the slightly chilly Adam. <laughs> yes, but that's because I'm in um, shorts, but you can't see that. Oh, okay. So, so you have like rolled up long sleeves. <laughs> So I wasn't, wasn't sure because that's the same exact situation I'm in. It was a rolled up long sleeve, so very mixed messaging on how warm or cold I am. <laughs> and the soon to be hitting the single digits, Baka Zombie. <laughs> gonna be six degrees Fahrenheit tonight, and I ain't turning my heat on for nothing. <laughs> uh, so I, it's been long awaited. I know everybody has been curious to the follow up, uh, but today I want to talk about apples. <laughs> Uh, I could live without apples, I think. No, I couldn't. I take that back. Apples, the primary use of an apple is specifically for cider, uh, and cider products only. That's my, that's my take on apples. Listen, I'm hijacking this bit right now. (laughs) Day, I got (laughs) pizza and cheesy bread. Okay. And let me tell you, so I got it because Kyle's been pushing this pizza chain all week. <laughs> he keeps saying, 50% off, go get some. I says, Kyle. And I did today. And then I was got it, home. What pizza? Uh, uh, Domino's. Oh, okay. But I got home and I have marinara uh, sauce for my cheesy bread. And I look on my table and what do you know? There's a packet of honey mustard from Dairy Queen on there. I says, I'm trying it. And it no. the cheesy bread dipped in honey mustard no. was so good. No. <laughs> I almost ate. I usually eat like half and then leave that other half for another meal. I almost ate the entire cheesy bread and half the pizza with that honey mustard dip. Oh, my God. If you have a Dairy Queen and a Domino's in your town. <laughs> Don't gonna get that Dairy out. Queen. Gonna get that <laughs> Domino's. Gonna get that combination Dairy Queen and Domino's. Uh, please don't. I, I as I, I as the uh, uh, the host of the show, I need to uh, I need to uh, say a warning. Please don't. <laughs> don't no, do that you. to yourself. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> don't, don't Dairy Queen honey mustard hits <laughs> different than other honey mustards. <laughs> I don't like honey or mustard. Well. You also don't mustard, like apples, no. so what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I was say mustard specifically. It's it's honey's whatever, actually. I don't, I don't give a shit. I just don't eat it. Uh, mustard is like one of the few things that like its physical presence makes me want to throw up. Uh, it, is, it is so fucking gross to me. I can't, I can't handle it. I think we'll have a shorter list of foods you do like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I grew up kind of kind of a picky eater, but I actually eat a surprising amount of stuff. But I am very specific on what I do or do not. Uh, like for instance, I like Brussels sprouts. I know not a lot of people like those. That that has put itself into the list of will eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go back to your apple bits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I was going to say something about Domino's. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I realized finally, because I always got the like uh, two for five ninety nine or whatever the fuck the deal is, mm-hmm. um, yeah. where like you get a pizza and a cheesy bread. And I realized in my adult life now, I didn't really love the pizza. So I'm like, I'm just going to get two cheesy bre- breads and I'm going to live my best life. And that's just going to be my dinner. And I did it the last time I ordered it. Best choice. Don't need the pizza. Didn't enjoy it as much. Love the cheesy bread. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. The pizza has gone. Uh, I, I've like I started a Pizza Hut kind of guy, and I'm like, eh, it's it's not it's not very good anymore. I'm gonna switch to Domino's. I started doing Domino's. I don't much care for their pizza anymore either. Like I'll eat it, but I get 
it's it's something like if you eat a lot, you just get tired of it. Um, but like their recipes for Pizza Hut and Domino's have swapped, mm-hmm. where Pizza Hut used to be really fucking good, and then they got a shittier recipe, mm-hmm. and Domino's used to be trash, and then it got a better recipe. Um, but like I've I've eaten I I haven't ordered in a while because I used to order it like several times a week and it just got real sick of it <laughs> and it's, it's a lot of money to do that speaking <laughs> of I, changing recipes and making it suck shout out to sr convenience pizza your recipe sucks now should have no, stayed the way it was it? they changed it it used to be so good it was the greasiest pizza this side of the mississippi river and it was so good and now it sucks <laughs> god now it's like the seventh <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to text our mutual friend and let her know that it sucks now. She'll be so disappointed. Yeah, I, t- I told her that already. Okay. <laughs> if you want, and hey, if you're CR, what was it? CR convenience. <laughs> CR convenience. And if you're listening to this and you're like, that's not fair. I want a better review. Well, then contact me and set up a sponsorship. <laughs> pay yeah, us fucking... to say you're good. I'll pay for the first sponsor if you can name the two people who know who the fuck you are on this podcast. <laughs> first and last names. <laughs> Kyle. Huh? Well, they'll get you because they actually say your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle, how, uh, what are your thoughts on apples? <laughs> um, I bought them every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, god damn! Um, if you want to know for apples anymore? No, I hope not. <laughs> I don't get no. that. I think like that's... you just drown essentially for a while and, <laughs> until they make you stop going for an apple, right? It was bad pre-COVID, and I think that is one of the things that just has died post-COVID. Yeah. Now we're I all think... like, it was gross beforehand, and now we've realized it. <laughs> well, like I think bobbing for apples was primarily like a pre-modern european thing because apples are what you had to eat if you wanted like a snack or something like that you just reach out and get an apple and eat it or put it in a tub and then eventually have you guys bought for apples yeah when we were kids we did it all the time halloween Mm -hmm. that's weird to me personally i i think i've only like personally only done it once or twice but it's been at like kids halloween parties yeah right i've seen it a bunch and it's been in media a lot for halloween activities which is strange Making kids do it is especially cruel because their mouths are so very little. I remember yeah. doing it and like having to. I think that's the, the challenge. <laughs> it's not fun. You just like, <laughs> like I said, you just drown. You're just drowning. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shove your head into this bucket of water with your mouth wide open, <laughs> trying, it's, trying to grab something. It's really <laughs> there to prep kids to to weed out the weak. Know how to <laughs> no to weed out the weak. <laughs> I was gonna say, is there to uh, uh, train them to like know how to survive a swirly or something? But... Waterboarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta train them while they're young. Lord. <laughs> uh, speaking of training while you're young, I think it's time speaking to hit up the recap. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of waterboarding, no. <laughs> uh, so, last time we met, Darius was training real hard still to chain out his feet to get some alertness. And he got a little progress. And Indian said, is that, are you showing me the map I of just, the desert? I just pulled out, a, like, I just like, oh, I have loose notes in the back of my notebook. I pulled it out, it's the notes from what we're going to be doing when we originally did it. <laughs> wow, I looked hard and I could not find my map. <laughs> <laughs> um, my map's half wrong go back to your yeah to fair, you're gonna be underground for this. we hate apples <laughs> what's going on here yeah yeah so you guys were training for learners he got a little bit there and then Andy's like fine I can try now and then proceeded <laughs> to make sure Darius got no further in his training <laughs> and Darius said I'm done with this <laughs> uh Thelum decided he was gonna you know, step up his training a bunch. Uh, maybe it was because he was fighting. He had like some good practice with Eduardo and punching trees just didn't hit the same anymore. So he hopped in the ring and said, hey, big guy, let's let's train. Let's fight. And the genie said, all right, let's do this. Uh, at some points throughout this, the, these few weeks, uh, Thelum was asking the genie uh, personal questions, trying to get to know him, trying to pry a bit. And at some point, the genie said, you know what? 
if you can get me a large ram's horn, I will share some stuff with you. So uh, the kids that had been spying on Thelm, because they think he's a real cool guy, uh, at one point caught his ring uh, when he shouted out his catchphrase, here, catch this, <laughs> and no one was around. Uh, so he, they were there, and he told them to get him a ram's horn, sending them to most certainly their deaths. <laughs> um, and so like I said, at some point, Darius gave up on trying to learn about alertness when he thought he could learn a little bit, maybe a little bit about the King's Sword, or maybe take another crack at this map. Uh, so he went to the university the first time to learn about, uh, to try and, oh, he did try to schmooze with them beforehand. We remember that from the episode prior. And then he had some like deja vu with with the guard um, and uh, about being at the university with him. Well, Darius goes back to the university, starts researching a bit on like maybe kind of rituals or religions uh, around like walking certain paths and finds a book called The Path of Mysticum Fractal, which uh, kind of is like this weird repetitive story textbook type thing. And found out in the front of it that the last two people to check it out was Thomas Donroot, and then before that, Darius Crucibleborn. Dun dun. Dun 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 so dun, he dun, dun stole dun, the dun, book dun, dun. and he <laughs> ran out. Um, Ildafa came back at some point from the south. Uh, Endian asked how it was. He's like, eh, it was something. I didn't really care for it. There was some birds acting strange. Didn't really hear. They were panicky. Didn't really catch what they're saying. I'm gonna go head north and then go east or something. Um, they split ways as uh, Indian also struggled to find any new holds or purchase on on zookeeper activity. Uh, maybe it's because they're just winding down in the meantime after losing a big score, or they're just hard to get a hold of. Um, and then I believe. We built the next mission. So we're going to start here. Something I want to note. Oh, gosh. I got a different... Oh, uh, I'll, I'll let you know eventually what I'm going to do with this. But uh, so I was rereading the spell that I was going to have, you know, be something someone could cast for Darius to get the King Sword reworked. Uh, I realize that spell does not work <laughs> on magic <laughs> items <laughs> uh, specifically. So I, I, I'll come up with something. I don't I don't think it's going to be like uh, an impossibility. So uh, at some point, I'll, I'll make sure that you have a process for that. So, Indian. Yes? Uh, at some point, maybe closer to evening, as you're walking back to your apartment... Um, you get out to like, maybe you like reach the outside of your apartment and you notice a carriage pull up. That's odd. Does it like stop in front of me or where does it stop? Yeah. So it stopped like, like you're like, you would go to your house and then it stopped like parallel, almost looking as if it's like someone either is going to get out or it's waiting for you to get in. Well, I'm not waiting for anybody. So I um, like sidestep to see if. <laughs> To try and go around it at this point. Uh, at that point, the... Uh, well, okay, I, I guess you notice uh, there is a human man with um, shaggy brown hair and a cap on who's, like, leading the carriage. And he says to you, Miss Filveste? Yes? My boss would like a word with you. And who if you would don't your mind. boss be? Mr. Bastion. Why would he want a word with me? He did not tell me if you wouldn't the... mind. And then he like sits down and he'll like open up the carriage door. I will climb in hesitantly. Yeah. Um as you as you get in, uh you're like spotting, you're looking. Like there's obviously another door on the other side. Nothing looks trapped. It's not really like it seems weird. You're the only person who'd be in it. It's very comfortable. Um and then the driver gets off and starts going again. Uh, and eventually, as you're riding, you hear almost like kind of like from everywhere at once. Hello. Hello. You know, I'm kind of a bit pissed off right now with you. 
Oh, really? Why would that be? Kalis is one of the best assets we've got right now. And I did not quite appreciate you giving him the rundown that you did. I could have killed him. Then you wouldn't have him at all anymore. From my reports, seems as though your friend, your pet, wanted to. But he didn't, did he? I don't think that's, uh... Well, I was going to say I don't think that's any fault of his own, but it absolutely is a fault of his own, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, do you just bring me here to complain, or...? No, I just want to see how willing you are to play ball. With you? Not at all. Because I could get you some information, but I need someone who's going to be able to do a job and not just uh, murderously rampage every time they see red. You know, you don't seem, you seem a bit more angry than you did when we first met. Life has changed me. I can see that. So here's the deal. I need you to go somewhere a bit familiar. Somewhere I know that you are able to get into without problem. And I need you to clear some stuff out for me. And if you do, well, I could give you some info. Or the... Just, just the, uh... To play into the thought that I would even do anything for you. What info would you possibly have to, that you'd want to give me? And what are you getting out of this? Like I said, I just want them out of there so I can have my try in that place. Who's the As for you, well, let's just say, uh, as far as you're concerned, the enemy of your enemy is your friend, isn't it? You help me clear out uh, some riffraff, and I'll tell you more information about uh, Javin. Initially, I thought you had what inside of you a bit more zookeeper material. You're hungry for the hunt. You're really, you're willing to kill. But you might be too much of a loose cannon, not really using your head much. I want to see if perhaps you're not going to be a uh, partner, and at least you can be an asset. How about that? If I'm doing this, it's not for you. It's for to get closer to Javin. Where is this at? You remember where uh, Leoric ought to train his little pets? You speak of the man here, Desert. Yeah, that's the one. You see, recently... Well, recently I was going to go there myself. But, turns out, the place is crawling with both government officials... And also Sharuma's crew. Looks like they they were... What? What would they be doing there? It looks like they were trying to mine out some magicite. Trying to power up, you know, get some more for themselves. Maybe it's for money. Maybe it's for uh, just for the potential of it. Uh, When Leoric's crew uh, there training some more of his pets came up. Had a bit of a scuffle with them. Fissure cracked, uh, unrevealing some some stuff there, and uh, Truma's crew left. I think they're about to head back there soon, though. It, I'd rather the timing didn't really uh, coincide, you know? Basically, the point is, Truma's crew was getting there for some magicite. Leoric's crew stopped them, created a whole bunch of hubbub. The officials had to be called in. And now they're up in some legal trouble. And I need you to go in there and straighten things out without being noticed. Straighten things out? How? Getting Shroom out of there? Getting the government officials out? What are you... Well, the thing is, turns out some of Leoric's pets went missing. And now there's a whole issue with between trying to figure out whatever temple it is that they found, uh, what that's all about, and where the crew or where his pets went. And of course, Leoric's not able to do it because he's too busy dealing with officials, because he's not supposed to be there. You go there, you search for his pets, you get them out there, you get the whole crew gone, and I can go in there. But preferably, now, it's going to be difficult if you waste too much time. Because, as I said, Sharuma's crew might also be trying to head back there. And I've heard word that the big man himself is sick of failure, and he's going to head on there himself to get what he wants. Interesting. You've piqued my interest, but not in helping you. I'll have to think on it. 
We don't have much time. I understand that. Because you know it's going to be a few days flight. All right. I'll have to talk with my compatriots. And as you do, uh, the carriage slows down and the guy, the, the guy who was driving it gets off and opens a door and on the other, like outside of the door is Darius. <laughs> Darius still his cab, just carriage just walk, stops in front of you. The guy gets down, opens the door and there's Endian inside. What? Uh, hello? I didn't, what? You don't normally travel by carriage. I don't. Are you free for a little bit? I can be. I've got something of interest that's just turned up. Might give me some more information. All right. Should we go get them? I assume that might be our next stop. If they found you after me. The driver hands a folder uh, to Darius on your way. I suspiciously take it. <laughs> uh, so if you get inside, he shuts the door and he starts driving again. Uh, inside is some brief sketches. It is like, like you're reading like some of the papers and it sounds like it's, this might've been, it's, it's like describing somewhat of like what some people had seen at some place. Uh, and like a brief, like the briefest of sketch of something. And almost immediately you recognize, even in this crew drawing, it looks very similar to some of the designs on your box. You see, after Sharuma's crew got back... Wait, who the fuck is this? <laughs> Shut up, pet. After Sharuma's I... crew got back, I made sure we got uh, some copies of their reports because I wanted to know what was going on when I was sitting there waiting to get back inside the desert. And this is the stuff that we found. And this is now for you guys to look over. I don't know. They said, like I said, this they disappeared down there and this is... About the best information you're gonna find on what is you're looking for, what you're looking at. Where is it? Where is this thing that we're gonna be looking at that you want us to look at? Oh me! I thought you were asking your boss. Not his boss. I'll ask anyone who's willing to answer the question. Well, I just told her we're going to the Menhir Desert off in the Zoo Republic. This temple was discovered after a fissure broke. And it was beneath the caverns where all the magicite is. That's where Leoric's new pets disappeared. I suppose that might be your best first clue as to uh, looking to see what happened to them. Oh, all that remained, from what I can tell, is their clothing. Like they're just zapped out of existence. I'm going to send a message to Endian. Um, and I'm just going to ask, can you get us there based off of that description? I... Know where it is, yes. Okay. Darius just nods. Right, so what end up happening is we will land you outside within about a half a mile from the desert. And you guys can sneak your way in and get to it. Is that enough time to think over? And then it stops. And a carriage stops outside of the city next to a little farm. <laughs> Where you see Thel, where he gets out and opens the door, and Thelum is there. What in tarnation? <laughs> we going to a ball game? <laughs> no. Wait, wait. What? Do, do, do I need to bring my fancy clothes out? No. Uh, if anything, you probably want something that covers the majority of your skin and face. Oh, can we stop by the shop real quick then? <laughs> oh, sorry. You have like nothing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look up to the ceiling of this carriage and mm -hmm. ask so when's this ship gonna arrive then well I was gonna have the carriage just walk you over to it but if you need to pick up some clothing I suppose that's alright who's that anything else you need clothing, clothes, gear water, food yeah, it might take us a little bit. I don't exactly travel prepared to an excursion in the desert in my day-to-day -day life. A dessert? Mm -hmm. You're I real close those. there, Thelum. <laughs> Are we getting cake? 
the the driver, uh, if you will, he would will step what? inside. Oh, okay. Bring everything you need, Thelum. <laughs> oh, uh, we're back. They will drive you <laughs> to the shop in case you need to pick up anything. And just to make sure, because I know just how much you love to backstab, I'm going to be sending you out with my kid. And if he doesn't come back to make sure everything went all right, then you definitely won't know anything. Got it. Oh, wait. Speaking of kids, Tom gets out of the... Just <laughs> tumble out. On your ups and rolls. Uh, you take three bludgeoning damage. Uh, I do. Uh, Blade ward? No. Oh. <laughs> He'll look back into the carriage. Do you guys have paper on yes. me right now? Can I um, have some? Yeah. I'm sure Darius has paper that he just has on him. <laughs> Feels like a Darius thing to have. You also have a pen. Yeah. Or charcoal. or so, Probably not an actual ink pen. I don't oh. know what our technology level is, but probably charcoal or something for yeah. notes on the go. Okay. He takes that and he writes down, be back later. And he puts it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> puts it down next to his little tent. Okay. I don't know who's going to read that. They're all going to die to a ram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so he'll head to the shop in case there's anything you guys need. Based off of what I just got, one, would there, like, is there any benefit to buying, like, a more specialized set of traveler's clothes? Like, I have that. Would there be any benefit to, like, a different set that is more suited to desert travel? Or would that be available here? Um, because the traveler's clothes is pretty generic. Yeah, generic. I'll say for I'll say just two gold, and you can get some more clothing that's suited for the desert environment. So like okay. they don't they have like cold weather clothing, but they don't really have like hot weather clothing as a thing. So I'll I'll just say like hot weather clothing might cost as as much as traveler's clothes. How much was so, it? Sorry. Uh just two gold. Two gold. Um, and I'll, that'll that'll come with a canteen and just some lighter clothing that covers like the skin and stuff. Maybe like yeah. hats or, or scarves or something. Yeah, and then gets like a it's like a white beige-ish. Like the um, it's thin enough that it's not heating you up but it covers all your skin. It's, it's uh, like the, the robes and things and has face coverings because her skin is much more fairer than it was mm. last time she was in the desert. Yeah. Um, but like her hair comes out of it and she has a face mask and everything. Yeah. And and, and Dean would know to tell you guys that if you guys are spending time in the desert, uh, it gets it's really hot and you need to like manage that. But in the night, it gets cold. Uh, so you need to get like healed to make sure you have like fires or shelter, uh, and that sandstorms occur quite frequently in there. I would also like to pick up because I have an alchemy jug, mm-hmm. um, which can produce water. However, can I get like a half barrel or like a small keg for extra water? Because that can produce up to eight gallons a day. But like if we don't drink all of it, it's kind of an emergency. Um, storage of it yeah they don't have them technically in D. yeah so i'm like that's why i'm looking at the yeah a regular barrel is two gold and holds 40 gallons so like a 10 to 15 gallon barrel also for the logistics of like going into my bag of holding i know i can't fit a full ass barrel in there (laughs) but something more than just a shit ton of water skins yeah i'll say for two gold you can get a a keg Okay. And then the last thing I want to pick up, because there seems to be etchings, sketches, something, things that I'm going to want to get better versions of, I want to get the longest, biggest rolls of paper I can, like several ro- like long rolls so I can do charcoal rubbings of anything that we find in the temple so that I can bring it back with us. Okay, um... I'd say just uh, a gold to get, like, just a, a ton of it. Yeah. 
Because I know a sheet of parchment is like one silver and one sheet of paper is two silver. That sounds really expensive. <laughs> considering yeah. it. <laughs> so I'll just say one gold and you just get a ton of large uh, like parchment or something. Yeah, especially because I'm not looking for like high quality stuff either. Really just yeah. rough so I can get um, rubbings out of it. Is that all you guys want to buy? I've got potions. I've got arrows. I think so. Um, let me just look through my inventory. I have nine days of rations, which if we're getting to ship right there, should be enough. Um, I, I do have a tent. I have a two-person tent. I don't know what the rest of y'all have for sleeping at night. Sleeping at night? One's really homeless, so... I mean, that's that was mostly a question. <laughs> he left his tent with a be right back Because <laughs> I also know Indian trances instead of sleeping, so it's a bit... And, like, all three of us wouldn't be sleeping at the same time, so it may not be necessary. And one doesn't get cold. You? Ring of Horm. Oh. Horm. That's Look right, you got that. That's the second time this is coming to use. <laughs> <laughs> thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. <laughs> yeah, I think we should be good to go. G to G, as the kids say. Yeah. And all just right. all my normal adventuring gear stuff. Um, so as the evening winds down and you guys have gotten your stuff, the carriage leads you out of town a bit of a ways to find an unattended airship. And it drives the carriage uh, into the back of the airship. And then the driver, like, into, like, some cargo space. Then the driver shuts the, you know, the place up. And then he, he takes off his cap, and he, you realize it was a magical disguising to make him look like a human. But uh, it is a half-orc who Andian would know as Rook Bastion which is Bastion, Corcoran Bastion's kid. And Indian would know that because Rook was one of the crew Corcoran had tried to take back Silas alongside Erica. And he, he takes stuff, he opens the doors, he lets you guys out. There's, there's beds, uh, individual cabins you guys can stay in. As for me, I've got a long flight ahead of me. Where are you uh, going? I'm driving, I'm piloting the ship. There's a ship? We're on it. You're on it. Oh. <laughs> You're in one. <laughs> we were in a carriage when we drove inside. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll fill you in on the details, sell them as we go. There's a Zert, yeah? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, Rook goes to start piloting. Um, he'll, he'll, like, show you to, like, where some cabins are. It's... Not the most like cleanest of ships. It seems he uses this just himself, uh, or maybe he's like renting from someone else. But it looks bachelor pretty like lived pad. in. <laughs> what? The bachelor pad. Yeah, basically, yeah, it's a basically a bachelor pad ship. And he starts into the night. He starts going towards the Zoe Republic. Um, I would fairly quickly once Rook leaves just like gather Thelum if Endian hasn't already and just like make my way to Endian's room to figure out what's happening. (laughs) I would also like to with my new infusion that I picked up on my level up, I have a wand of magic detection now. So I'm just going to use one of the charges on there and see if there's any fucking scrying, like any bullshit in these rooms for like spying on us or any sort of magic Nope. In like our little general area. Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Just, just it feels yeah, no, that's like fair. something. <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking about it too. Oh, it looks uh pretty up and up, up and at him. Um, yeah. So Darius like pulls out this metal wand that just has like a fairly cheap gem on the end that doesn't light up as he kind of like goes around the room, seeing if there's any uh magic. And says, "All right, there's no scrying, there's no spells on this place. What are we doing, Indian?" It was so rushed and dropped in on me. I didn't quite know how to respond fully to it, but essentially we're going to clear out some folk who are doing nefarious things in the Manhir Desert to we get information about uh, Shruma, not Shruma, sorry, uh, Javin, the troll that I'm after, as well as it sounds like it might have 
Oh, wait, I, I can't remember the full conversation he said to you. Did he mention anything to you about your box, or was it just that you knew that the the symbols were related to your box? I just he recognized the symbols. Yeah, he just recognized it. Yeah. Yes, I do. While I don't necessarily enjoy working with this person, if I can get more information, could be useful. Because I have none right now. Now, what type of nefarious things are happening? Well, one, a group of young to-be librarians have gone missing there. So we are to attempt to locate them as well as get the people looking for them out as uh, out of the way because they won't be looking for them anymore. And Sharuma is going to it ha has been in that area illegally uh, mining magicite. Hmm. And you would know that it's likely Sharuma is also on his way. There yes. Also. And from what I hear, Shruma might be on his way as well, and that piqued my interest. Alright, um, and who did Rook introduce themselves by their full name, or just say that they're Rook? I think uh, Rook just said his name. Okay. I, it was it happened like, what, ten minutes ago, and I don't remember. I don't um, think he said I, anything. I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a stretch, like, even Endian would know that's who he is. Yeah, Endian um, knows who he is. I'm just um, clarifying um, who who's given us this information. Half orc by the name of Bastion Corgrim. Corgrim Bastion. That's what, Corgrim that's where I've been. I know. I I I was listening back and I realized I've like swapped that over and over again. <laughs> but as soon as I remembered what his kid's name was, like shit, Bastion's the last name. <laughs> so it's Corgrim Bastion and his son Rook Bastion. Corgrim Bastion. He's not a good person and his. I've actively worked against multiple times. The the Dubois hired him to look for one of their kids, didn't they? I think I think that that's I think that's where that the only oh. time I've come across that name. Yes, he was hired to find one of the people that I was uh, learned how to become a or got my librarian license with. In fact, the, uh, his son, who was flying the ship, was one of the people I tried to to take take him but we fought him off Erico was with them uh Kellis was with them no Kellis is a different guy Kellis well he wasn't with that group he but he's worked with Bastion is what I meant yeah yeah he's just a zookeeper yep non-librarian zookeeper that is yep yep what's the likelihood we're walking into a trap I wouldn't rule a it lot. out but I'm <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out but I don't think this is one I think what? he just is trying to get something for himself. He wants that area for himself, which I don't want to have that happen. But it's going to be hard to wiggle away in between getting Sharuma out of there as well as not allowing Bastion in. So I'll have uh, to think on that. When uh, Thelum says a lot, Derry's just like, looks up very appreciatively and like recognize like makes sure like looks at Thelm and recognizes that he is aware like caught on to that situation as well all right i mean the i guess there's something else going on here and i'll start taking out um all the papers that i was given um like laying them out on the bed or whatever table is in here and then pull out uh the puzzle box as well and just start um these i mean if we're um being told correctly these are descriptions and draw sketches of what's inside of this place um where the people went missing and i'll start pointing out like some of the similarities to the symbols on the box uh, and things like that and i mean i don't i don't know why this box has the same look to it as some of these drawings, but I'm mighty curious to find out about that. This is strange. Well, the the idea is to not be noticed as much as possible there, because the uh, government is in there. But I am... I was taught by the Warden of the Desert, so might have an ally there if needed. Do you have a good way of reaching out to this Warden? 
No, we'd have to find them. All right. But more of a get in, get out kind of thing. Again, I have to think on how I can work this to make it not work out for Bastion, but still get the information from him. I mean, if not in a dangerous sense, but we can always get in there, see what the situation is, and then after we get our information, pass that on to other interested parties. I mean, if it's... I mean... It could be interested if the government's already there, universities, other rich people. We get enough people sticking their noses into it. Basham may not have time to do what he needs to do there. And it's no problem of ours if it's a busy spot all of a sudden. I think Endian would know. Um, so specifically this desert, uh, which is is part of the Zoda Republic, um, is a like a kind of like a national park that um, people are not allowed to visit because of the large cache of magicite underneath it would destroy the environment and stuff like that. So that's why Kriku is there to stop poachers, to stop miners, all this illegal activity. Even if something was found there, uh, it is very unlikely that the Zoa Republic would allow almost any other outside influence either. I mean... We could just make it inaccessible. Find a way to refill the crack that opened. We could put some sand in there. That'd take a while, but keep thinking on it. I mean, we, well, I have a couple of things that I could. Some strategic positions to perhaps limit the options of them getting in and out easily. With a couple of well-placed spells, we may be able to close things down naturally. I mean, this whole thing will not be easy, especially if Pruma himself is showing up. That's that's another thing I wanted to ask. Seems like Basham wants us out before Shroom arrives. Do mm-hmm. we want to be out before Shroom arrives, or do we want to meet him as well? I don't know what's we would get from meeting him but possibly um remind me was one of the genie deals was for shruma specifically or just the zookeepers uh no the deal is that um the genie wants thelum to get the next thing that shruma wants and that that was basically the deal Endian's part of the deal was Indian's thing was, don't interfere with Thelum doing this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're... Shroom is after something here, we may be able to hold up one of our bargain, one of the bargains with our genie friend. I need to ask the genie something. Oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> like, out of, out of character, I need yeah. to ask him something. Like, can he listen in on our conversations? <laughs> He's heard me talking about him. Before. I don't think I've actually like concrete. Yeah, he can, or no, he cannot. But I don't know. He's listened to me say things before because I think he told you about me saying things. I don't know so if he's he... always listening. Yes. Plus, like, I've actively, vocally went against him multiple <laughs> times outside the ring. So I don't know if he knows that. You want? Let me find out. Hey, catch this. <laughs> Uh, poof you're in the ring what's magicite (laughs) I'm unfamiliar with this term well uh, I I think I think that guy you you mentioned shawarma I think um, (laughs) he's getting magicite I think you said you wanted to get what he wanted Uh, do you want rocks this is most disappointing. Why would someone want rock? I do not know. I believe you went to find rocks yourselves, did you not? I did? Wait. I'm a rock. Thelum? Thelum's reverted somewhat since the last <laughs> <laughs> Young Thelum. Backslid a little bit. 
you can't have an ongoing series unless you revert the character growth you've done at some point. I know. Thelum, young Thelum. I had a theory, but it seems as though it might be wrong. What is it? If they're after just some rocks, then I doubt it is what I think it is. If it turns out all they were looking for is this magicite, then I suppose you do not need to get me any. And we can finish the deal. Wait, I... Hmm. Hold on, I blanked out. What did you say? (laughs) 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 Uh, He said uh, he thought it was something else, and that if it's really all they're after is this magicite, whatever it is. Oh, that's what you then said. Then okay. he's not interested in it, and you you can just finish the deal without getting it. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. He poofs back out. But instead, before he says anything, he walks out of the room, puts the ring inside his room, and he walks back in. He's like, okay, so he doesn't know anything. Hmm. At all? What makes you think that? I've, I feel like the genie doesn't fully think I'm capable of having a hint of intelligence. But right now, I'm just trying to do what the Dubois said. Well, he thinks I'm doing it. Just act dumb. See what. See if he tells me anything. That could work. But he, he said he was disappointed that Sharuma is getting Magicite. Seemed like he was expecting something bigger. I almost wonder if there is something else. If they found a temple under there. Yeah, I mean, this isn't... They wouldn't have... I mean, some sort of buildings down there. You don't just have these types of symbols on regular cave walls. This isn't a natural fissure just leading down into some magicite, so... Well, well, magicite is very valuable, but... Wow, my words just escaped me. They started falling out of my mouth. While there is magicite under there, and it is very valuable, the temple being there and Shuruma going there himself makes me think there's something else they found. Okay, but what is magicite? It's a gem that can store arcane power inside of it to be used for later. Could it store a genie? I don't know if it could or not. That is a good question. That, like, Darius. both of us went to cock our head. Like, yes, maybe it could. Really suffering for the lack of visual for the audience because it really was like in and out of character. Never thought of that. <laughs> I think there is another moment of like Darius looking up at Thelam and just like, I don't know either. I have not thought of that. Also. The last temple building that we went into that Shuruma and his crew were interested in did have a dragon egg inside of it. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's that's the first thing we did together. I still don't know why he wanted that egg. Very primitive. Did I say that correctly? Um, I I don't... I mean, are you... I don't know what words. I don't think you did. <laughs> okay, here, catch this. <laughs> he just Wait. walks out. <laughs> walks back in, throws the ring at you. <laughs> walks out of the room. Says, "Catch this." Fully walks yeah. out. He's so used to his catchphrase, he forgot he had. He, he said it, and he's like, "Oh wait." <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. He didn't say that. Um, Felim yeah. is just standing there. Wait. <laughs> well. Hmm. So there's a stealth mission. He slowly looks at Darius. I think it's stealth in the sense that we want to be in and out as quickly. Okay. I think. I don't know. Yes, the less people that know we're there, the better. I mean, did you want to go meet your old mentor guy? Not necessarily. Well, one of them wouldn't, I wouldn't mind talking to. It- I should also say, my other mentor is also there. (laughs) Oh. I could skip talking with him. (laughs) All right. What was his name again? Indian's second and third father are there. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Leoric. Is Leoric. It's his uh, 
new trainees that are missing. Thelum will pull out his mag phone. He starts pecking at it. Types in <laughs> Two more. fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Uh, without the wide reach of a librarian card power in it, or without a like some kind of like government backing, your phone use is pretty limited. Uh, usually me. to like phone set you're tethered to. So like between the three of you, you could call each other. Uh, Endian could call almost anybody, but you two are basically tethered to Endian's phone and each other. This phone sucks. I'm your mom, essentially. <laughs> yeah, you're on the family plan. <laughs> I need a. No. I'm adding to my Give list. Give me for the an next upgrade. <laughs> I want to figure out if I can jailbreak these fucking mags. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put that on my list of things to do. <laughs> How durable are these things? Pretty durable. What are you trying They're to do? They're like Nokia's. Okay. okay. <laughs> Remember those? Because we've been fighting with them. I'm just like, I'm thinking about it. Well, we're not fighting <laughs> with them. <laughs> <They're not laughs> yeah. On us. Dude, well, have yeah, you, on us. Have you been doing this without a phone case? Hell <laughs> <laughs> has it in his hand while he's punching people. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that he learns, he only has to use one AM. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking playing um, snake during combat. And like I said, this this will take about uh, two days. Rook, at some point uh, in the same night, even he'll like knock on the door, hearing a ruckus in there. Um, we're not causing a ruckus. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most ruckus he's had on the ship. <laughs> um, uh, and he'll he'll knock on the. I guess he knocks on the door. Um, all like what's the password uh oh okay you you open up uh he ignores Thelum. (laughs) uh (laughs) if you're looking for any kind of food or anything like that uh there's a kitchen available there's an amount of food in there kind of whip up what you need you open the door slightly right yeah yeah it's like not even a foot uh Thelum peeks out above you what kind of food got some turkey in there some bread Mostly dried meat. Got some zebra. Zebra? <laughs> Got some cockatrice. That, a wadahuda? That doesn't seem safe to eat, but thank, <laughs> thank you for that information. I it appreciate gross. it. <laughs> it's just, I, I imagine it's just naturally really greasy. You just yeah. gotta cook it right. It's all. <laughs> uh, that, that's all he wanted to let you guys know is that you have food available. Okay, bye. <laughs> Anyways, um... <laughs> Yeah, is there any other things you guys are discussing for the next two days, or is it mostly just... We don't talk again for the next two days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible walls. I, every night, um, empty out the full eight gallons of water into my keg. Yeah. Um, So we'd have 24 gallons by now. Okay. So like the day of, and then if we have two full days of travel... And then also, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else I can glean, but I would basically with any extra time, just like pouring over those drawings and um, accounts to see if there's anything additional I can uh, glean from them. I know it's pretty rough, but yeah. So like I said, those those are notes. Uh, Corgram basically said those are notes that were basically a report that he got. He was able to steal from from that gang to give to you guys. Uh, things you find in the note, basically the rundown is they were doing their mining operation. They found some like scorch marks, um, in some weird tunnels. Um, that's when Leoric's gang found them. There's a tussle, uh, kind of like an explosion happened and a fissure erupted, breaking some of the walls apart in which... There was this weird, like, like wall of a like a temple wall, like for like, like the inside wall. Um, that's where like they noticed noticed like that information. But again, they saw more tunnels almost with with burn marks and stuff in them. So then they left to avoid more fighting with Leoric. Went back, reported this, and then Shruma decided that he was going to go there himself. And then again, they, like that's why they said like rough sketches of like what they saw on the wall uh, of this temple thing, just in case. Um, and so you saw like the crude image of the box. They said uh, it looked like a part of a bigger mural. And that's really all from their point of view that they got. So clearly he saw that stuff, but obviously clearly Cargram has seen, knows more than what's on that report. 
because he's told you more than what's on that report. So he's clearly been keeping a tabs himself on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would let Endian and Thelum know that there's just like scorch marks and burn marks in this tunnel, in these, in this temple. Something to be aware of and possibly prepare for if you can prepare for it in any way, shape, or form. Uh-oh. Otherwise, I don't have anything else I would want to accomplish. Be, be guessed. That's the right word. But against her, uh, her, her wants, uh, she's gonna call Leoric. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You call, and yeah. What do you say? Uh, do I have him on the line, or am I leaving? Yeah. Well, like I. We've mostly been doing these as like kind of back and forth calls, but it's really more like voice tag. Okay. So like you say something, it transfers, yes. and he can, and it's easy to respond in real time to these, but it usually starts with like a message. Leoric, I've heard you've lost your most recent batch of trainees. Uh, that's I'm hoping is the best case scenario. I heard you're dealing with the government there. How involved are you with them currently? It's kind of a shit show right now. Apparently wanting to fight off illegal mining isn't enough to have the government be okay with you being there. How much does Kariku know about the situation? Kariku knows everything. What? Is he... But apparently, so do you. I know bits. Is he working with the government, or is he he's, on his own? He is. He's he's the warden. How busy can you keep them away from the site? Uh, right now, that's basically all I'm doing. <laughs> Just trying to get this all sorted out. Keep them away from the site as much as you can. And Endian. Yes. You shouldn't... Don't... The last thing you want right now is to come here and have uh, the Zoe Republic army pick you up. Then I won't let that happen. Good checking Just in with sure you again. Just make sure they're safe. <laughs> <laughs> both, both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's all she would say. You see a cut away <laughs> on a ship <laughs> with a Leoric with his closed phone. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> hey, catch this. I go inside the ring. <laughs> Day two, you go in the ring. <laughs> you guys just hear that inside Thelum's room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wall. Does he say that when he's alone, too? <laughs> hey. Uh, you can see his mood is kind of more irritated than it's been. What's wrong, big guy? Waiting for something, and it's not going the way you planned or thought, is rather agitating, young fellow. Look, the kids are, by, are, are trying their best, okay? What? The, the ram's horde. What does that have to do with children, young Thelum? Oh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about this incident with Shiruma. What? Did something happen to him? What incident? Young Thelum. Yeah? I would appreciate if you stopped with this fishy attitude of yours. Okay. This is... This is where I'm going to need to start rolling for persuasion. <laughs> okay, what are, you to, uh, what are you trying to persuade him? That I'm not doing this fishy attitude. Uh, I would do deception. Deception? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be silenced right now. <laughs> <What the> <laughs> Uh, 14? Uh, what, what, what attitude are you talking about, big guy? Oh my god, please don't roll higher than me. What'd you get? Uh, I got a 14. 
Okay, he got a 17. <laughs> Young Thelum, this isn't my first time being deceived. So worth that. <laughs> well, you. how do you expect me to do all these for you when I barely know you? Young Thelum. Old guy. What is my name? I don't think you've ever told me. You've never asked. Have you? keep pushing and asking for information, saying you don't know anything about me, but you can't ask the most basic of questions. Yet yeah, you asked me the most difficult uh, activity. <laughs> you you expect me to do quite dangerous things when you've already seen me die. You have been asked to do various things to get something out of it. You ask me for things. And I then ask for an equivalent exchange, young Thelum. Well, how about we exchange a knowledge? What knowledge do you have, young Thelum, that I do not? I'll exchange you the knowledge of... <laughs> of... Crocheting a B for your name. You, and he reaches down and pulls out, already crocheted a B for this egg. Yeah, don't I you want to know how to make more? Can figure it out myself if I were to want one. And he puts it back. Does it just poof out of the air? What? Yeah, it just poof out of the air. Do you not see? How this relationship has always been you asking me for things, expecting them for free, or everything I've asked of you has been because you have asked of me. And thank you, but you keep saying these things. But how do you expect one to trust such a voice when I didn't know you how you looked like the first time we've met I only heard a pro I don't know the word but a voice <laughs> without a body that's that that's that's pretty ominous plus you came at me with a deal I thank you for bringing me back to life thank you for doing these things but again with how we've met and how you talk, you're pretty sus. I don't know if me helping you is going to turn out for I the overall good. I have told you time and time again, any plans I have are for well after your time. Okay, cool. I still want to know if they're of good intent. There is no such thing as good intent. There is those who want and take, and those who want and do not. And what are you planning on taking? People's lives? No. There is no way for me to have any kind of revenge on the past, Thelum. Who wronged you? It is long over with. Then let me help make amends to it somehow. You still haven't even asked my name. I did. And I tried to exchange knowledge of making a bee for thy name. He did offer that, and the genie did reject it. Just I, I didn't hear the second part because he was so irritated <laughs> about the bee part. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you my name. In exchange, you shall tell no one else. Okay. Those exact words. And we're going to cut to the rest of everybody. <laughs>
at some point. I'll say it's like morning-ish daytime. You guys start descending and ending. If you were to look out a window, you would see in the distance the desert as you guys start landing uh, just south of it um, in the grasslands. And eventually Rook will knock on your doors. All right, it's it's time to go. Uh, we got some tied up Aquilina that we can use to ride in there and then we'll go ahead and find... Where's your friend? Around. He has a tendency of retreating. He's here. Alright, well, I said we'll, we'll get the Aquilina, we'll head out, we'll make our way in and uh, I don't think I know the desert as well as you do. My time here was very short. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll lead on, have you lead. Alright. Thelum. Yes. He says, My name. And then you can hear, uh, like, in the echoing from the distance, like, everyone saying that they're landing. Is Pazuzu. No wonder why I didn't want him to tell anybody else. He was probably bullied. He was 100% bullied. <laughs> fucking genius. I was going to bully him when I learned. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm no longer afraid of them. <laughs> um, now, if you don't mind, it seems as though we have arrived. But. Oh, okay. Okay. See you later, Zuzu. He pops out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you get your stuff, you guys get ready, and that is where we will end the episode. If you all would like to talk to me about terrible, terrible accents. You know, I was I was way better at Corgrim's accent two years ago than I was today. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to talk to me about that, you can find me on the Twitter at Bumblescum, that's with a K, or you can... Uh, talk about revealing secrets and deals uh, uh, with uh, the internet, interdimensional the internet, <laughs> the interdimensional library at the IDL underscore RPGS or if you would like to talk to Adam uh, he would love to discuss with you drawing on paper at Little Growth if you would like to talk to Baka Zombie, he's at Zombie Baka on Twitter, where you can discuss all your favorite carriage rides. Uh, and if you would like to not ever be able to see where Kyle is, because he's fucking blinding us with a flashlight right now, <laughs> uh, that's that's all. <laughs> Goodbye. License and registration. <laughs> <laughs>